Let's begin. The world is coming into the church at many points and in many ways. It oozes in. It pours in. It comes in with brazen front or soft, insinuating disguise. It comes in at the top, and it comes in at the bottom, and it percolates through many a hidden way. The only protection or rescue that we have from worldliness lies in our intense and radical spirituality, and our only hope for the existence and maintenance of this high and saving spirituality under God is in the purest and most aggressive leadership. A leadership that knows the secret power of prayer. The sign by which the church is conquered, and a leadership that has conscience, conviction, and courage to hold true to its symbols, true to its traditions, and true to the hidden resources of its power. We need this prayerful leadership. You must have it so that by the perfection and beauty of its holiness, by the strength and elevation of its faith, by the potency and pressure of its prayers, by the authority and spotlessness of its example, by the fire and contagion of its zeal, by the singularity, sublimity, and unworldliness of its piety, it may influence God and hold and mold the church to its heavenly pattern. How mightily such leaders are felt. How their flame arouses the church. How they stir it by the force of their Pentecostal presence. How they embattle and give victory by the conflicts and triumphs of their own faith. How they fashion it by the impress and importunity of their prayers. How they inculcate it by the contagion and fire of their holiness. How they lead the march in great spiritual revolutions. How the church is raised from the dead by the resurrection call of their sermons. Holiness emerges in their wake as flowers at the voice of spring. And where they tread, the desert blooms as the garden of the Lord. God's cause demands such leaders along the whole line of official position, from subordinate to superior. How feeble, aimless, or worldly are our efforts. How demoralized and worthless for God's work are we without them. This was chapter number eight, a short passage. Purpose in Prayer is the book, E.M. Bound, the author. I wonder if while I was reading those first three and four paragraphs, if you were bringing to mind, or you almost imagined for yourself, this type of bold, brazen, bigger-than-life leader. And then, Mr. Bounds kind of pulls a fast one on us. He says this, God's cause demands such leaders where? At the top? At the pinnacle? At the very point of the pyramid? No, no, no. God's cause demands such leaders along the whole line of official position where? From subordinate to superior. I was thinking as I was reading, don't you wish you were that kind of leader? But did you know that God wants us to be that kind of leader? Not just the pastor of your church, not just the evangelist visiting to preach, not just the Sunday school teacher, but you, friend, whether you hold any of those positions or not, pastor's wife, nursery director, king's kids administrator, regardless. 
Maybe you have just been a pew sitter for the last little while, and you know that you need to become a powerful leader in prayer. Let's get serious. Let's get serious today. Greatly appreciate your investment of time in listening to this podcast. God bless. Have a great day.